Hello and welcome back to Remarkable Parks podcast. We are so pumped to do a little bit of pod, a little bit of cast. <laughs> do you know how long I thought of that before like actually saying it? Oh, you know what? You might want to put that one back in the crock pot. Let it let it cook for a little bit longer. I am thrilled to introduce a repeat guest, Mr. Jobo Bradley. Welcome. Hey, good, good to be back, Ms. Olivia Faye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, this podcast is going to be a little dangerous because we just spent a whole week in person together. So Oof. I feel like the witty banter is hot. It, it's 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 running hot. No, but, but you, you make it sound, Olivia, like you and I had like a lovely, calm week <laughs> of just you and I like sleeping in and relaxing. When in fact, what we had was a, a week-long family reunion uh, with people I believe in age range from six months old all the way to, gosh, how old's Uncle Doug? Seventy-six. <laughs> 76. So quite a disparate uh, difference there. Yes. And I feel like at the reunions, there is never a shortage of energy and a competitive spirit. Yeah. No, it's, you know, you learn, you wonder what is nature and what is nurture. But I'll tell you this. (laughs) Uh, In our family, uh, there's a lot of uh, competitive spirits, a lot of competitive juices. Uh, And that can be fine, but we tend to also mix that with a healthy dose of trash talk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And if I'm not the queen of trash talk, I'm not sure who is. Well, and again, and we're not here to name names. That's not (laughs) what we're about. That's not what we're about, Olivia. Uh, But there was one family member in particular that kind (laughs) of came at you pretty hard. Remember, this is a clean podcast. No, no, we're going to say this. I'll put it this way. This is a family member that I can count on one hand the amount of swear words I've heard out of them prior to this. <laughs> and this person came at Olivia, both barrels, lots of swears, and uh, so, you know, what you are know, you going to do? I do aim to put out a positive energy into the world, <laughs> but my God, if I don't bring out the worst in people sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. No, uh. this, was, this was not you. This was, well, it was, uh, I, I will quote my brother when we were talking about the reunion. And uh, and he's and I said, you know, it's so interesting to see at each reunion who's, who's going to be the moody teenager at this reunion. And my brother said, well, the moody teenager this year happened to be 71 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely an, a, an energy I had never known to come from this person, but I was hey, there for it. The, I was pandemic, the pandemic changed us all. What it, are you going to do? You know what? Who can blame him? I mean, my God. No, but these are uh, these are family reunions that we have done biannually. That's the correct way to say that, right? Every other Uh, year, by no. You know, it's you know, I (laughs) (laughs) biannually. I feel like can either mean every other year or twice a year, right? Well, in this instance, biannually meaning every other year. (laughs) Yes, yes, we're we're not that Uh, crazy. We've done it since. Well, I mean, I haven't, but since the 1980s, it's been going on, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We uh, and now it's it's still going. It's people be, against their better judgment keep coming back to these things. We do, but I mean, every other year we go to a new location, and it is traditionally a park. 
but yeah, so so Olivia, why why are we why are we talking about family reunion in the parks podcast? This doesn't make any sense. Why are we talking about? Oh, Joe, it? I'm so glad you asked me that. Uh, <laughs> it's because we did a family reunion at Eugene T. Mahoney State oh, Park. Oh, now that's the police academy guy, right? That's or is that something? Different? <laughs> you know what? I really should have done some research on who Eugene T. Mahoney was. <laughs> no, he was. I no, he was a uh, former state senator of Nebraska. And he, um, he he got it named after him because the Parks Department, uh, when he ended up taking over, had been doing very bad, and he kind of rejuvenated the whole thing. So this was kind of the big thank you for a career in public service to Mr. Mahoney. God bless you, Eugene. And if you notice, when you drive into Mahoney on the, um, on the, the, the main sign as you come in there is his family's Irish family crest. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Mahoney State Park is really interesting, though, because it is located almost smack dab in the middle between Nebraska's two largest cities, Lincoln and Omaha. And I mean, I feel like for people who have never traveled to Nebraska, it's easy to think of it as just a bunch of fields and albeit there <laughs> and are you and you would not be way off <laughs> there are in fact quite a few fields however <laughs> however there are also trees there are also trees no uh, but lincoln and omaha are two pretty decently large cities yeah no, i i would agree uh and yeah, so Joe is a, an Omaha native. I mean, all of your crazy fans are probably going to come try to find out where you live now. Oh man, gosh, yeah, it's the autographs alone. <laughs> um, no, but we did. We spent a week at Mahoney State Park, and uh, the family was kind of all over the place. We yeah. took advantage of the cabins, we had some family members take advantage of the camping sites with RV hookups. And we even had a couple of family members stay in the lodge as well. Mm. Yeah, it's, we, it, yeah, I guess if we'd had somebody in a tent, we would have used up every, every part of the, the, the camp, but that's it. Well, the, that's I, I we believe missed. the young Fritchie children <laughs> were in oh, fact they, in a tent. <laughs> they were in a, oh, there we go. Yes. Check that box. Shout out to Ben and Ella. I know <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're like never gonna talk to me again. No, oh no, my it's, gosh. <laughs> no. The, the, the Mahoney is great. It's uh, it's got a little bit of everything that you that you would want for stuff like this. It's got great hiking. It's got a, a water park there. Uh, you know, I will say this, Olivia. My favorite thing to do there, we didn't get a chance to do. What's that, Joe? So my very favorite thing, read in the building next to the uh, water park. They put on every summer a series of melodramas Stop with it. with the local high school drama crew, and uh, they encourage you to you, you obviously you come and, and melodrama it's, it's it's over the top, and you come and you you cheer for the hero and you boo the villain, but they also encourage you to throw popcorn at the bad guy when he's on stage. Oh my God! Why didn't we do this? Because it was like at nighttime when we were doing other things. Oh but my God! If there was ever family that was meant to throw oh, popcorn I at people on stage. agree. Well, and then the super twist in the, the final act of the play, the bad guy brings up popcorn and he throws it at the kids in the audience. Oh, my, I am li- we gotta go back. <laughs> and, and if you like what the performers are doing, the other part they like is if you throw like a dollar bill onto st- the stage, they will discreetly keep acting through the, the, the scene and like find a way to pick up the money that- and keep going on with the scene. 
That is fantastic. I had no idea. I, I did see that there was a theater, but I didn't know it was this kind of performance. Yeah, it is. It is over the top. It's so fun. I, I try to... I tried to take the, the kiddos there whenever I can. Did you just time. describe me over the top and so fun? I think you might have. <sighs> you know, if there if there is a slogan for this podcast, <laughs> yes and please. Oh, uh, no, that, that is, you know, and it is interesting because uh, this state park, I feel like with most parks that we've talked about on this podcast, it has been traditionally hiking and biking trails mm -hmm. uh but this mm -hmm. one has so many additional features just like the theater you mentioned and also there is a treetop ropes course it's like a two to three hour course with i want to say like six zip lines through the trees yeah it's they they added it's called go ape they added it a few years back and it is for for those for the uninitiated it is not a casual ropes course it's like hey do you have three hours? <laughs> do, do you want to wear yourself out? But it's uh, I everybody that did it had a great time. And so. fun fact: if you visit Mahoney State Park in the last week of July, you might just roast alive. <laughs> yeah, the uh, as as one of our family members pointed out, the heat index was over a hundred just about every day. So. We it, like to, to pick a lot of swimming or indoor activities. I literally didn't even know when to shower because no. you just didn't stop sweating. No, it was it was not great to be outside. Maybe you know we're, you know we're gonna start doing some fall family reunions. I mean, we've got to. You know, it is a weird sensation when you are sweating in the shower, like still, yeah. like you just can't yeah. stop. That's not that's not a good one. No, I. Uh, so let's see what what other did we activities did did they have that we were oh they have, they have a, a stable for horseback riding, and a couple of fun trails around the park and then um, a little a nice little, kind of a wheel with little tiny ponies for the tiny little ones that can't quite be trusted on the big horses. Yes, and they also have golf, miniature golf, and disc golf. And yes, yes. did you hear this story of us trying to participate in disc golf? Yeah, there seemed to be a little disconnect between the the workers and uh, and the course. Yeah, it's they is it, tell tell the story. In defense of Eugene, uh, all of his employees are between the ages of thirteen and fifteen years well, old. Well, again, again, <laughs> R.I.P. Eugene. I believe he's been dead for quite some time. So everyone that helped us were, was in high school like <laughs> and god bless them not a single one of them knew what was going on <laughs> <laughs> so we we um started at one building where it was the recreation center and we said hi hello we'd like to please check out uh some discs for a disc golf and um they said well you can check them out here but you have to pick them up across the street and so we we signed them out, and they were supposed to charge us, but they didn't. But who's to say anything about who's that? Say? Who's to say? And uh, they were like, so do you just want one disc? And that's not how disc golf works. You have, nope. for different distances, you need different, you know, discs. And so then we went uh, across to pick up the discs, and they were like, well... We looked, and they're not here. Uh, I think, actually, you have to pick them up in the lodge. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was basically a wild goose chase, but it was it was so crazy ridiculous that, like, it was, like, four different people 
that we tried to ask who had no idea what was going look, on. Look, listeners, we took this week in the spirit for which it was offered in that, you know, due to pandemical reasons, <laughs> none of us none of us have really had a, a true vacation in a year and a half. <laughs> and so the bar was very low was for us to be very low. <laughs> for us to be impressed. And and you know, when we saw people that were having difficulty with their job, you know what we had in our hearts? Empathy. We had empathy in our hearts and we tried to roll with it, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you would have thought it was everyone's first day. It was, But it was so funny. Like, I feel like one thing that I love about our family is that comedy is so strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Because I, I find... So our family has had many doses of... As in all families, many doses of tragedy over the years. And if your family is to persevere... Uh, you've really got to develop that comedy bone, right? You have to. <laughs> I mean, you just have to. Uh, but in that activity center where you may or may not be able to check out different sporting equipment, mm-hmm. they also have a large indoor playground with slides, tubes, a net bridge, and a ball pit. And not, don't forget the climbing wall they just, uh, they just made. Oh, Joe Bradley, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's right. They do. It is their Venture Climb. It is a 42-foot climbing wall, and they have both auto and top rope belays. So there's also a bouldering wall if you're not into going super high, but you're looking well, for some uh, independent to that, to, to that I say, on belay. <laughs> Belay on. <laughs> ah, yes. Call and response. Call and response. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I tried to warn you all that we spent too much time together. Guys, this is never a good... So, I, for, for our listeners, Olivia is the young female version of me, <laughs> uh, So, which, you know, is really an insult to her. <laughs> but uh, when you get us together, it, it gets pretty silly. Oh, it does, but it's... You know, it. I feel like you know, not to pat, not to toot my own horn, but I toot. feel like we're pretty funny. Like, no, we're we're pretty great. We're pretty great. Uh, so one of the activities we did was not in Mahoney proper. This is kind of a side park venture. Mm-hmm. But I went with my brother's family to I think it was Platte River State Park, which was pretty close by. You're close. It was Louisville State Recreation. Louisville Center. State Park. That's yes. what it was. And they had uh, a special thing where you you go and you had to get in line super early because we tried once and got kicked out. No cigar. No cigar. But they have, if you've seen that show Wipe Up, they have an inflatable kind of obstacle course on the lake. And uh, and you, you pay your money and take the kids. And they give you 90 minutes on this lake. And my brother and I, just our hubris, we thought, <laughs> oh, n- with a 90 minutes, well, that won't be enough time. Child's play. Child's play. And so we waited, you know, in the hot sun for an hour to get in there. We hit there. We hit it running. You know, you go through it two or three times, and you're feeling great. <laughs> and then uh, my body remembered that I am 40. <laughs> And I promptly got severely dehydrated and exhausted with a massive headache. And I swear to you, my brother and I were completely bone dry out of the pool chugging water less than 30 minutes into that 90 (laughs) minutes. And I did not return. (laughs) Oh, so funny. But it was super fun. It's, I mean, like this big cliff. I, I, I launched my daughter off kind of the, you know, there's one of those little blob launchers where you, they're sitting on the pillow and you jump on the pillow and they flip. So it's highly recommended. It was great. And I feel like the funniest 
thing about this is something that your daughter said. Mm, what'd she say? <laughs> so um, on the recreation map of this water course, they show all mm. of the different you know, slides and bouncers mm-hmm, and ladders mm-hmm. and stuff. And they also have their safety rules posted. And it's the typical, you know, no diving or sliding head first. Sure, Don't sure. dive underneath. Um, but they have little image icons. And one of the image icons is a leaf and Charlotte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe's yeah, daughter, it's... Charlotte, was like, well, why can't they allow leaves on the play structure? And yeah, it's, it said, no leaves. My sweet, sweet seven-year-old did not understand. They were telling you not to. Not to do marijuana and then <laughs> and then get on there. But she was like, no leaves. Of course no leaves. We're on the lake. How silly. Why would there be leaves on the lake? Oh, oh such was, a sweet, innocent young lady. It was so cute. But honestly, like, I'm 23, and that is still something I would say, too. Like, which, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, that checks like, out. I'd be like, that's weird. Why is there, why don't they allow any leaf life on the floating structure? No, no leaf life. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But, you know, in the 30 minutes that... You survived on uh, on this recreation. I don't even know what to call it. Float structure. Yeah. Uh, you sent some youngins flying though. Oh yes, yeah. Char- Charlotte Stills talking about it. it was, that's, <laughs> that's my daughter. I when I when I launched her, she did one and a half flips in the air and then landed on her face on the pillow. <laughs> And uh, she wants to remind me that I made her land on her face. But was she smiling? Oh, yeah. It's, again, it's, she is, she could pop back up. Well, the kids stayed out there the whole time, whereas my brother and I looked like a couple of guys that had just, you know, <laughs> taken a bullet to the face. Like, it was bad news. Oh, man. Oh, well, in, in a smooth transition. Uh, sure. <laughs> in other water activities... Well, we were at Mahoney State Park. I believe there was somewhat of a drought going on because the water looked rather stagnant and rather Oof. filled with algae. Some would say puke green, possibly brain-eating amoeba present. Well, you know, I think the amoeba, when we went swimming in that <laughs> lake, I think the amoeba were probably killed by the, oh gosh, I don't want to say <laughs> layer of oil or gas that was on top. We all, we all took a risk that day. <laughs> we're, we're really We're really selling... Well, kid, again, this was at Louisville. This is yes. not, we are not casting aspersions on Mahoney here. No. Uh, Mahoney, clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. No, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but at, at Mahoney State Park, there is the Owen Marina where you can do fishing and paddle mm-hmm. boating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of nice because right off the lake there, they do have a little concession stand and you can and rent. And arts and crafts in there too. Arts and crafts. And they have pottery, which is mm-hmm. super fun. Um, and they have a little uh, food place where they do cold sandwiches as well. So that's kind of, you know. Well, and at the um, and there's a couple different spots that we couldn't utilize this summer. But in the winter, at the outdoor and indoor activity center where the climbing wall and the playground were, uh, outside there is a big skating rink for everybody. You and stop it! You mean like ice skating? I like ice skating. What? Yeah, they they flood it, and you can ice skate there. And then uh, if you go, there's the there's really that at the tall observation tower, um, if you keep going to the little building there, they have a sledding hill and actually a special toboggan hill for families to go down. Okay, so, update. We need to go do a family reunion in winter time. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's yeah, it's you can 
Now, granted, we would definitely stay inside then, but yes. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? What Mahoney State Park was a reminder to me of is parks are not only good for the relationships you have with nature, but they are also such a good opportunity to cultivate the relationships you have with your friends and family. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, this was this was sorely needed, and, uh, and uh, a big thanks to Mahoney for Eugene, putting, <laughs> Eugene, I, I know you died in 2004, but your spirit lives on. Oh man! And uh, the fact that you could put up with that many of our family for a whole week speaks volumes. Volumes, true volumes. Uh, you know, yeah. And outside of what the park offers, we spent a lot of time playing board games. Oh sure. Playing cards, and also we kind of took over the tennis courts at Mahoney State Park. Yeah, so they've got um, kind of a, your standard two-top tennis, uh, you know, courts um, that uh, did not appear to be much used while we were there. Perhaps and so not in tip-top shape. <laughs> not in tip-top shape. You know, I think they got a lot of uh, love back when they were built in the mid-90s and maybe nothing, <laughs> and maybe nothing since. But knowing that was probably the case, uh, our family, in the last couple of reunions, we have taken to playing a lot of pickleball. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we brought our own electrical tape and measured out our own pickleball court and brought our own net. And we had a multiple day all family pickleball tournament. Now, Olivia, I can't remember who won that tournament. You know, it's so crazy. I think it was Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick, <laughs> the, the name of my and Olivia's team. We did it. Two, two reunions in a row, guys. That's right. We are the standing champions. Pickle Rick cannot be defeated. And Olivia, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break some news here tonight, something you don't even know. Uh-oh. Ralph Bradley, uh, my father, this evening confirmed that your and my uh, pickleball trophies have been secured. <gasps> you will be being sent your pickleball trophy in the mail. What? That's right. It's Are happening. Are you kidding? It's happening. Oh, my God. I'd like to thank the Academy. It's well, and he, like showed, he showed me one of them, and he found, God bless this man, it's, he found a little uh, sticker of a wiffle ball, and it is on the trophy. Oh. So, yeah, shout out to Ralph. We'll have to, well, when, when that arrives, we'll have to have you uh, do a picture or something for the fans. I think that is a must. That mm-hmm. is fantastic. That is such, I had no idea. Isn't that lovely? You really did surprise me. Well, I do what I can. Got to make some news for the fans. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I guess the to kind of transition once more. I'm really smooth with these today. You are transitioning I, so smoothly. I have not done a podcast in a while, and I've got to <laughs> say, the rust is showing. <laughs> no, no, you got it. It's, it's, uh, these are great transitions. Flawless, it's great. And now for the transition. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, no, I was going to, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how Mahoney State Park is in between Lincoln and Omaha. Mm-hmm. And for those who are looking for activities to do outside of the park i Mm. wanted to mention just a few things and i'm sure you'll have more to add since you are from the area that's true but right in uh ashland nebraska where the park is located you have the strategic air command and aerospace museum Mm -hmm. you also have the lee g simmons conservation park and wildlife safari which is an extension of omaha's henry dorley zoo and aquarium 
And I did my internship there for six months with their primate department and cannot speak. I know. I lived with someone named Jobo Bradley. Hey. (laughs) Uh, But I cannot speak highly enough about this conservation organization. And it's really cool because it's a drive-through safari park, something that you might traditionally think of experiencing in sub-Sahara Africa. Mm-hmm. And there's bison plains, and there's an eagle aviary, Wolf Canyon. There's an elk meadow. Um, there is a pelican wetland and a prairie dog town. Oh, man, those little prairie dogs. Is there anything cuter? Honestly, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, they're pretty great. Uh, so those are a couple of things right in Ashland. But, uh, Joe, could you talk about a couple of things in Omaha that you'd recommend to the folks out there? Oh, uh, well, I've got good. I mean, Omaha and Lincoln. I mean, so Omaha, you know, again, Henry Dorley Zoo, you can't go wrong there. Um, for my money, the best zoo in these uh, United States. In these here parts. <laughs> um, depending on what time of year you come, we're also home to the College World Series. Uh, that's, that's kind of a big draw. Um, most years we've got... Berkshire Hathaway days, if you were one of our rich friends that owns Berkshire <laughs> Hathaway stock, uh, it's always the time of year when we see really, really fancy, uh, usually white people walking around town. Uh, what? Just having a great, in yeah. central Nebraska? I know, believe it or not. Uh, another great spot uh, in Lincoln, uh, if you're hanging out with your fam, uh, they've got a really good children's museum in downtown. And on the, the university's campus, Morrill Hall is a natural history museum that is second to none. I, I mean, I think it's probably the best one in Nebraska. And uh, you could spend se- several days there and not see everything. So I would recommend both those things. I love that. Thank you yeah. for your wisdoms. Mm-hmm. I also have to give a shout out because I've been on a sushi kick forever. I have sure. to get a, give a shout out to Blue Sushi in Omaha. And... Do you remember the name of the place that we went to? Oh, here, hold on. I'll look it up. Hold on. And what I've is that town it. called? It's not technically in Omaha, right? Well, no, no, it is in Omaha. So it's it's uh, it's Benson, which is a Benson. used to be its own town, but Benson. has been has been annexed by Omaha. But Joe but and the I, place, s- the place I took you for sushi is called Yoshitomo. Okay, Yoshitomo, and Joe and I just kind of. You knew about it, but you'd never been, and we kind of stumbled upon it. I've never been, and it is great. It was really good. So we're doing a sushi-specific food recommendation this episode. Yeah, go to Yoshitomo in Benson, and then when you're... When you're all heated up from all that, you know, wasabi, go right next door to Ted and Wally's Ultimate Premium Ice Cream. Oh, my God, Ted and Wally's. What a place. Put that fire out. Put that fire out. Yeah. No, that's... Benson's cool. And then depending on your age... Go another block and go to the beer arcade and play, uh, you know, a bunch of great arcade games while you drink. That's right. That's right. No, I mean, really, I I would like to just state again that I know a lot of people maybe brush Nebraska underneath the uh, table, but there's a lot of really cool things to do in Omaha and Lincoln. Yeah, no, I, I again, I'm biased, but I agree. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, no one is denying the plethora of fields. <laughs> well, and look, and, and I did not grow up in Omaha. I grew up in a much smaller town, and yes, I I get what you're saying, but Omaha's great. <laughs> Omaha's great. Listen, no one's denying. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, it's so true though. Oh, um. One of the things that I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast is kind of leaving everyone with a conservation message at the Mm. end. And uh, one thing that I did a little research that I love that the Nebraska State Parks promote 
It's called Trail Tales, and it is a Nebraska-specific magazine, and it's produced for Nebraska's fourth-grade classrooms, and they'll each receive um, an issue. This is in the public school system each um, season, so fall, winter, spring, and summer, and it's really kind of very wholesome. They talk about Nebraska's wildlife species, um, food webs, animal adaptations, habitats, ecosystems, outdoor sports, and they also have little puzzles and games. And I just think that conservation starts as early as you'll allow it. So I just, I love that they were go-getters about that. That's that's pretty adorable. I know. I was like, this is the most Nebraska wholesome thing I've ever read. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, so I had to share that. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about supporting the Nebraska Game and Parks Foundation, um, which is has a big focus on wildlife management and conservation. So uh, I am a vegetarian, but I do support responsible hunting. I think it's really good for population management. Um, so I think that if you are interested in hunting, a great way to get connected with that is through the Game and Parks Foundation because they will get you licensed and they will help you learn how to be a responsible hunter and to respect the, uh, the whole nature behind it. And I am not a vegetarian and guns scare me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, guns is a whole other issue. We, I'm talking strictly crossbow, Joe. No. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I got you. We're talking pure bow and arrow, uh, whittled knives. Sure. Just go, just you and your bow in, in the open woods. Got it. I think I've, it's taken every ounce of self-control in my body not to talk in a southern accent because I have been watching... A Western. <laughs> Are we going to talk about this? That you have been on this crazy Western kick? I don't know what's happened to me, but I cannot stop watching like 1950s television Western series. Now, Olivia, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna you're gonna hear it as an insult, and it is. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say to you, "Okay, boomer." Is that okay for me to say that to you? Now that you're a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I know. I hate it, but I love watching them. No, well, I, I, I will say this. I am a lover of cinema, and westerns in particular are fantastic. It's just such an <laughs> odd thing. It's so weird, and it just it happened all of a sudden. Uh, but I have been watching The Rifleman, starring oh Chuck Connors, a series that aired from 1958 to 1963. And I, I mean, mean, I can't I mean, you're stop. watching Western TV. I know. But it's like, so funny because sometimes, geez. like, I, like, will laugh at really inappropriate times when, like, it's a really serious scene because it's just so ridiculous. But I, like, enjoy it. Like, I get joy from it. Oh, well, that's, hey, that's good. I don't, I mean, but is it? <laughs> no, no, that is. I mean, well, first off, the, the, the plurality of TV and movies that have ever been made are Westerns. True. Because for, like, the first... 50 to 75 years of movie making, that's almost all they made. So you are you are in good company. And if you were wondering, there were only five actors in 1950s Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and they were all this one middle-aged white guy. <laughs> they were indeed. Yeah, no, there's definitely, like, I will say The Rifleman is ahead of its time. Like, there's definitely a lot of sexism, to sure. be sure. And yeah. I yell at the TV when it happens. I'm like... Yeah. 
Lucas, how dare you? <laughs> oh boy, yeah, no, that's I look. We we all have. I mean, you've seen my comfort shows, so I I can't throw any stones I know. when and when I throw in an episode of the Golden Girls. No, uh, you, you know, know I love me the Golden Girls. I know you do. <laughs> I do. I do applaud both me and you for having a very diverse taste in literature and cinema. Absolutely. And I feel Absolutely. like you specifically like. I, I always thought I was pretty diverse with that, but you always are like, hey, have you seen this biddly dabbly boop bop from blip a boop? And I'm well, like, I no, find, I haven't. Well, I don't know about you, but I, in this day and age, when I, I, I consume so much content in terms of TV shows and literature and all sorts of stuff, I find if, if I stay in one path too long, I get sick of it. Like I, yeah. I get in a rut and it, 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 that doesn't help. The art doesn't help anything. So... If I read, you know, a sci-fi book, I follow it up with, you know, a, a drama or a mystery or just I, I try to change gears as often as I can to keep everything fresh. And that's with shows and games and everything. And it, it tends to serve me well. I think that's so important because whether you are watching or reading an old book or series, it brings fresh perspective and yeah. it keeps the creative juices flowing. And I think that even if it's fiction, it can bring insight to modern ideologies too. Well, and it's helped keep my reading list fresh. I mean, you know, it's I, I, I watch stuff that I wouldn't normally watch and I am all the richer for it. I just started a new book. What have we got? The House of the Cerulean Sea. Ooh, tell me about it. Well, I mean, I just started it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I know who the author was, dedicated it to his mom. No, uh, from what I gather, there are these children who have um, powers, but they're bad powers. They've been deemed as Ooh. outcasts of society, and they're sent to this um, house in the Cerulean Sea in the middle of nowhere, and this detective-type guy has to help prove that they are good and that they can be good. Now, Olivia, I'm not going to say that we've gone off on a tangent here. What? That's not, that's not, I'm not saying that we have to delete the last 10 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Look, I will sit here and I will talk. I will talk fantasy and sci-fi all day long. You know this. We are now promoting Joe and I spin-off podcast. <laughs> spin-off podcast. Joe and Olivia deep dives. Oh gosh, that'd be a dangerous podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, I thank you kindly for coming on the podcast. Oh, this was—it's always a wonder, and because it's one of those where you, Olivia, your excitement and your enthusiasm for what you do is infectious. So it is, it is always fun to come on here because that is one thing as I've gotten older, when I'm with someone and they're excited about something, even if it's not something that I have a lot of knowledge about, it's just, it's fun to get caught up in that excitement. So, you know, by the end of this, I'm like, yeah, National Parks, here we go, everybody, let's get together. Well, I'm cheesing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's true, lady. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that compliment. I, uh, I'm i going to go cry now. No, <laughs> you do it. Um, no, thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you to everyone who has spent 35 minutes and 12 seconds with us. <laughs> but, but hey, who, who's counting? Who's counting? They're like just basically nails against chalkboard. <laughs> when will it end? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye.